0: Welcome, Dee. It's wonderful to have you on with us once again. I love having you in my corner, my little side pocket, my tax consultant. I can shoot (laughs) a little message every now and then. And it's so important to me to have a person who I can ask questions about taxes because you're also into cryptocurrency and that makes all the difference. So welcome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey there. Thanks for having me. I, you know, I always enjoy getting together with you and, you know, with others in the community to talk about, uh, cryptocurrency, but also just kind of help be a part of what you're doing and helping others understand and understanding taxes is a part of that. Um, as you uh, mentioned, you know, uh, we connected, I think it was in 2019, um, we connected and started, you know, uh, doing things with cryptocurrency. And we bought our first chain link (laughs) together, you know, and watched that go up and down and, you know, the pros and cons uh, with it as with any other cryptocurrency. But I um, used to Work for and it's interesting, interesting story. And I don't think I've ever told you this before. Is that you know my background is in IT, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. one one place used to work was at um, uh, a CPA firm. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, deciding, you know, I wanted to find someone to do my taxes because the person that was doing them, it was just hard for me to get to her and get them done, it was it was just such a, uh, you couldn't, at that time, you couldn't send stuff over the internet and all that stuff and email and all that. But I was talking to one of the partners of the firm and I'm like, you know, hey, do you do taxes? I'm looking for someone to do my taxes. And he looked at me and he said, do you have anything complicated like, you know, capital gains and stocks and all that stuff? I'm like, no, I pretty much schedule C, schedule A and, you know, a 1099. He's like, if you can do all this IT stuff, he said, you can do your own taxes. He said, <laughs> he said, go get you, go get you uh, Turbo tax and it'll walk you through it. And I remember, you know, when I first purchased it and installed, it, I'm like, you know what, this is simple to do. Um, but the reason why I still think it's important for you to understand taxes is the same reason you should be able to understand basic accounting. When I took my accounting class, we did everything by, you know, manually and in ledgers and all that. And at the end of the class, the instructor said, you know, now just kind of disregard all that you learned." He said, because accounting is done in software now. Nothing is done manually, but you have to understand what the software is doing when you enter numbers in. And it's the same thing with taxes. Even though everything is computerized and you still have to understand um, what the taxes uh, are all about, you know, especially your individual taxes. And so I used to do taxes up until, I guess it was about 2013, 2014. And, you know, as I just kind of advanced that work, my schedule at work got pretty busy and I kind of had to, you know, to let that side of things go. But, you know, even in doing that, I found a another tax person for my clients that I had and asked her if she was willing to take them, and she was, and then I contacted each of them. And so that's kind of how I got out of doing taxes, but I still continue to educate myself, you know, on uh, the tax laws. And once I got into cryptocurrency, understanding more about how um, the government and irs plans on you know handling uh cryptocurrencies and now nfts and you know all
0: of the other things that are going on in the virtual world so we are happy that you are keeping up with this and then you can tell us because we don't know what's going on right (laughs) so a little birdie told me that you went to a training recently so what can you share what's what's the latest I did. I've
1: taken a couple of classes. One was just basic um, understanding about, um, and this particular person actually does taxes, but also is in uh, cryptocurrency as well, that cryptocurrency world as well. And, you know, he was, it was just kind of understanding how it's taxed. You know, and, and even went into some of what I thought was good because a lot of the people on the, the webinar were tax professionals who were just trying to learn and understand that um, uh, that environment of cryptocurrency and how IRS is going to tax it. So he explained about blockchains and, and all that. And pretty much um, there there is nothing new, I would say, to report, except. It's it's complicated. You know, taxes in general is complicated. And I think about when, you know, when uh, uh, Trump came into office and he was supposed to be simplifying the taxes and the whole process. I'm like, if he had been able to do that, a whole bunch of people would have been happy. Um, but I think as far as the. Cryptocurrency uh, is it's it's like. Capital gains. It is capital gains. It's the same way, you know, um, stock would be handled. You know, you you purchase stock if you hold on it for a certain period of time, you know, and you make a profit, you pay less in taxes. And and, and that threshold is a year. If you hold on it for more than a year, you pay less taxes. It's what we just call a long term, you know, holding if you uh, sell it and make a profit and you haven't kept it for a year, the taxes are higher. You know, and so um, the other class that I took was talking about NFTs. It was talking of also about a, a foreign currency and how that might play into it. And I a, a, and normally I would say that's not an issue, but I think it's something that people might want to think of if they're going to be doing something uh, in another country. And I'll share that in a minute. But NFTs is, is, is pretty much going to be treated as Uh, probably as property, but they don't have any, the IRS has not passed anything, you know, so if you purchase um, or you have an NFT or you purchase it and then you sell that NFT for uh, a profit, it pretty much is the same way you would do um, capital gains. But at this time, there is no laws on the books as far as NFTs. But they were talking about um, foreign currency, and and and, and uh, what what is it? Reporting income that you make, you know, um, in another country. And so one of the things that I was like, okay, well, this really isn't pertaining to me. But I happened to be talking to a um, a consultant that I I work with um, a couple of weeks ago, and she was saying how she was planning, she was thinking about moving to another country and running her business from that country. And I thought about, if you ever look at a lot of um, these um, house hunters and all that or international where people are buying the United States are buying homes and moving to other countries to run their business, because as the internet provider service, you know, um, is more improved in some countries like um, Mexico and Puerto Rico and some of the, where the the cost of living is lower. People are moving to these countries and they are running their business in the United States from this country. And so one of the things that that I was was paying paying attention attention. to is um, the reporting requirements. If you are, In another country, because if you're in another country, you might have to have an account set up there and how that impacts what you have to report back to the United States, because as long as you're a citizen of the United States, you have to adhere to the rules, the IRS rules here. Okay. And so um, I was thinking about that. And so they talked a little bit about if you have um, cryptocurrency and you're living in another country and it's maintained in that country. You know, do you still have to report that to the United States? Because one of the 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 uh the whole crypto space was supposed to be, you know, um, IRS can't touch your money. You can initially that's what it was about. Mm-hmm. And as you see, that's changing. And so, but there are no rules on the books right now as far as if you live in another country and you have a business and you are running your Uh, business from another country, because that's becoming more and more Mm -hmm.
0: popular. Right. It really is. Look, I'm just making some notes here. I have two questions going back to something you said a little earlier. Okay. So you said that if you hold your crypto for a year and then after that it's treated like capital gains, so you will be taxed on the profit when you sell it. Yes. So is there any advantage to holding it longer than a year? Let's say I want to hold it five years or ten years, or is that one year is kind of the cutoff?
1: No, no. So there's two there's two forms of capital gains. There's short term capital gains and long term capital gains. So the government encourages it's almost like retirement. They encourage you to work up to a certain age, and as a result of working to that age, you pay less on your your retirement if you haven't already paid taxes on it. But if you retire before that age, you have to pay more money. And depending on you know what when you retire or what your age is, that determines on what age you can retire and get that tax break. Well it's the same thing with capital gains. If you is short term means you 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 purchased something, you made a huge profit and then you you sold it to get that profit out. Well the government, I I don't want to say penalizes you for it, but it kind of is, you know, they penalize you for for not holding it for more than a year. And the penalty is just that you just pay a higher tax rate for it. Mm -hmm. However, if you, and I don't, and I'll have to get back to you with what those tax rates are, but if you, and, and basically you count it as income. So that's the other thing. So if you don't hold it for a year, whatever your profit amount is, that just gets tacked onto your income. And so you add that to your your income and then whatever tax bracket you fall into with your capital gains and your regular income, that's what you get um, taxed at. However, if you hold it for longer than a year and then you make a, uh, a profit, then your capital gains is taxed at a certain reduced rate. And then, so you might have made an income where you are in a certain tax bracket, but any capital gains that you uh, profits from capital gains, you don't have to pay that same rate that you, uh, uh, based on the tax bracket you're in. Mm-hmm. There's a reduced rate, uh, tax rate that you get charged because you've hold, held on to it for more than a year. You know, you can hold on it for um, more than five years. And just like you can have um, uh, capital gains. Say you hold on to it and sell it, and you took, and it's a loss. You can claim that as well. So, okay. uh, cryptocurrency as a capital gains works the same as as stock. You know, you can either claim the profit or the gain, or you can claim the loss. Okay, It doesn't matter whether it's a long term or short term. Either way, if you don't, if you sell it at the same that you bought it at you know, there's, you're, you're, you you're, you're, you're Right. Right. Okay. But if you lose money and you sell it and you don't get back, um, what you put into it or less than you put into it, you can claim it as a loss. And that's the important to have a, um, a good tax professional because everybody is, is different, um, in how they, uh, obtain cryptocurrency because there's, you can, purchase cryptocurrency. you can also earn cryptocurrency. You can also be compensated with cryptocurrency.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of those are three different things. and um, you know again, your everyone does things differently. everyone has different uh, strategies and different habits and that's why you know it really is important to you know not only just have a tax professional but has someone that at least has made the effort to learn and understand about cryptocurrency even if they don't want to um to delve into it but at least you make the efforts to take webinars to understand um how it all works and what it all
0: means okay that makes sense So tip one is, tip one, one way to minimize our crypto taxes is if we hold it for more than one year. Yes. Okay, so that's tip one. Now, just going back one more time, real quick, my older question. So for someone who decides to not hold their crypto for one year, let's say, you know, a lot of us have crypto Visa debit cards or MasterCard debit cards we have our crypto we want to cash it out and use it on our debit card then is that just taxed at our normal rate dependent like just regular taxable income is that how it's viewed exactly so once you access it and what i am
1: finding i don't know how they uh if if irs is tracking it or if they even know figured out how to track it once when you buy cryptocurrency and it's sitting there okay as long as you are not doing anything with it, it's just a purchase. Right. Once you access it to move it to a debit card,
0: you're 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 Which using Which is it. essentially making it dollars. You're making it fiat. You're converting exactly. it. Exactly. Right. So but but say for so if you put fifty dollars
1: in, mm-hmm. okay. And then it increased to twenty dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you decided or increased by twenty dollars and you decide, you know, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and take thirty dollars out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're gonna be taxed on that twenty dollars because that twenty dollars is that profit. Gotcha. Okay. That's the way that that works. Even if you say, for example, You have cryptocurrency. You have a hundred. It's fifty dollars. It's increased to a hundred, and you decide, hey, I'm going to take fifty of that and move it and purchase something else. Mm -hmm. IRS says you have now used that profit of fifty dollars when you took that fifty, even though it's all staying in the in the in the the crypto space. Mm -hmm. You have taken that profit and you've used it, whether you've spent it. Or, or or converted it to fiat, or whether you've used it to buy another cryptocurrency, IRS says that you have used that profit that you made, and it's can be taxable. But now, how they how they tax it, how that is reported, I'm not quite sure if they have because right now they have the question. So you again, your your tax professional will be able to tell you if they now have. A section on forms to add that information in, or does it just get added as capital gains? Because you know you have to, and that's the that's really is the purpose of keeping good records. Because at any point, IRS can come back and say, you know, you answered this question, you know, because a lot of one of the things they were talking about was reporting and how the penalties can be very high if IRS catches up with you. Mm-hmm. And you have been doing cryptocurrency and digital currency all along and you have not been answering that question or reporting your 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 profits on um, your tax returns. You know, and so it's very important to keep records. Keep records of, you know, if you've made a profit, you know, my suggestion is Go ahead and pay taxes on it because the penalty if over years and years, if they finally catch up with you and they finally audit you, if you cannot prove what it is that you've made, what it is, your losses, what your profit and losses are in that area, they're not going to um, take your word for it (laughs) and you're going
0: to be penalized. Right. Okay. So this may not be really a way to minimize our tax uh, crypto taxes, but tip two is keep good records.
1: Yes no what Keep it and it, and it really is because it is a way because you want to record the losses as well because you can record your losses and take the loss on your uh tax return. But if you don't have a record of it or can't prove it, you can't take that. Mm-hmm. That, that that deduction or that loss and one of the things that I, it, it's it's a real good re, uh, reason to get your tax get your records in order so i was listening to the webinar and they were saying that right now they have not put any policy in place where you can well let's put it this way because it's a little technical and i can't really explain it well enough to make it sense but there are certain there are certain rules and and, and tax laws in place for stocks purchases and sales and the timing of doing it that don't currently exist for um digital gotcha. you know, so if you if say, say for example if you purchase some uh, digital currency today, and then next week, you decide, "Oh, it's going down. I want to go ahead and, and and sell it or do whatever it is, you know, to take that loss." There, there, there are certain things you can you can do that, but there's you can't do that with um, stocks. So they're certain they haven't caught up with it yet, but um, based on what I was listening to in the webinar, eventually they're going to try to uh, uh, do the same the, the same kind of laws that exist for, you know, purchasing and uh, selling stocks and when you can do it and the timing of it, um, because as you know, you know how many people have, you know, sold their stock got insider trading kind of information right. and either you know made a profit or sold it for something or purchased something knowing that it was going to go up. And, you know, they were saying that there's nothing in place right there, right now for um, cryptocurrency, especially because of how volatile it is. Um, But eventually they'll get there.
0: Right. Okay. Got you. So tip one, hold for more than one year. Yep. To minimize your crypto taxes. Tip two is keep good records. And contrary to what I was saying, that is a way to minimize because you can also record the losses. You can also record the losses. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think another. another. Um, I can add this one real quick. Tip three is to get a knowledgeable crypto tax professional.
1: Exactly. To make sure you are taking advantage of every opportunity um, that you have. Okay.
0: Okay. Awesome. This is so helpful. Again, we are not going too deep. We're not giving people individual tax advice. No, he is no, keeping no. up with what the IRS is sharing about crypto and digital assets like NFTs. So she's sharing with us what we need to pay attention to and some things that we can do to you know, keep those taxes to a minimum. But as each individual situation is different, you should consult with your own professional, certified, authorized, whatever term you want to call it, tax preparer. So license, that, <laughs> license. Thank you. That license so that you can get legitimate information. And they are also going to be responsible because if they have these titles and they're giving you wrong information, then they have to be responsible, you know, if you're doing the wrong thing. They, so that's exactly. why we're just sharing this with you, you know, just for informational purposes. What else you got for us, D. And, and
1: here's the other thing that one of the reasons that I got into educating people about their taxes is IRS is not going to hold the your tax preparer responsible if something is incorrect on your tax return. Now, if they did something illegal, that's something completely different. Okay but if they if they incorrectly filled something out or they didn't ask these questions, but when you sign your tax return, you are ultimately responsible for everything that is on that tax return, whether um, your tax preparer went over it with you or not. When I was doing taxes, one of the things that I sat down before I had them sign their tax returns is I went over every section, every form. And most of the people that I, I did taxes for, you know, were you know just ten ninety nine or ten ninety nine easy. Or they might have the schedule C or schedule. They might have a part time business, and you know, and I kind but I went over every form, every deduction that they have. This is what you. This is what you made. These are all your deductions. This is what you're going to be um, taxed on, you know, and even, you know, I would inquire, is there anything else that you can think of that's, that's not here, you know, anything new in your, you know, and so when you're either choosing a tax preparer or, you know, if you already have one that you've been with for years, you want to make sure that you're having them explain everything that is on your taxes. Because I know some people that, oh, you know, I just let them do it. They get me money back. Well, okay. But are they getting it back legally or are (laughs) are they completing things, you know, correctly, or are they just putting things on there? Because there are things that that, that could be hard to verify, Mm -hmm. you know, if brought up for audit, like, you know, seven years ago, you know, you had a magazine subscription, you know, how can you, Right. Kind of go back and who, because you like you think about things like that are or you gave to a charitable organization ten years ago, you know, um it some things are hard to prove, but again, you know you want to keep your I would even say keep your paperwork and taxes for ten years now because you never know um IRS might change the law. Say, you know, it's not seven years anymore, it's 10 years, you know, right. but you want to make sure you have, you want to make sure you have someone that can and, and is willing to sit and explain everything, especially if you're reporting cryptocurrency or capital mm-hmm. gains of any kind, you want to make sure you are able to understand, you know, and what I would even do is, you know, write little notes to keep with your tax things so that you can Cause you, you may understand what he's saying right now, but if you had to go back and look at this, you'll be like, Oh, what did he say two years ago? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but, but keep your own notes with your tax returns so that you can understand everything that was done um,
0: in that particular tax return. Mm-hmm. And you know, that makes sense because as we know, in the crypto space, we are taking ownership, right? We're holding our own coins. We're holding our yeah. own digital assets, we are our own, we are our own bank. So now we also have to be responsible to make sure that what's being recorded is accurate, you know, to right. the best of our ability. And um, I like the idea of making notes of, you know, my tax preparer advice, X, Y, and Z. Because at yeah. some point, you, you know, you're not the tax professional. So you right. have to say, well, this is what they told me. And again, that goes back to making sure you're getting a what? A reliable and knowledgeable and honest. Yes. yes, professional. That last might one. Take a little looking around, but that's what you, know
1: what I mean. you get. That right? last one, but you know something exciting, and I'm, 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 I'm seeing how I can get a hold of it. So on there, um, one of the um seminars that I uh, webinars that I took, it was sponsored by um, oh my god, what was the name of it? It had ledger in the name,
0: coin ledger.
1: No, it wasn't no, coin it wasn't ledger. ledger. It, it was. Ledger. was in- It wasn't them, but they created a software Mm -hmm. and that they were making available to um, CPA firms and tax preparers. And the way it works, you know how like when you want to send me some points, I can give you my um,
0: wallet
1: address. address? Mm -hmm. This software is where you just kind of connect your wallet address in this software for all the, the different wallets that you have and Are you sure soft- that's not coin ledger because coin ledger does that it coin ledger might do but the, 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 this was something else okay. it was another company okay. that was it might be I'll have to look I can't I know it had ledger in it because I remember looking to see if it was like the ledger that I had just like, the something. Cold wallet no, ledger. like- <laughs> no so it wasn't that uh-huh. but I was like man you know they were offering like a free copy of it and you know, and I say it would be great to just kind of see how that works. And the you know, how when you have um, just the, the different online uh, coin trackers, mm-hmm. you know, where you put your information in, mm-hmm. and then as you buy and sell, you update. Well, the, the way this is, you just put your wallet address in, mm-hmm. and it can't, you know, I can't hack into your, your, uh, account, Mm -hmm. but as you purchase and everything, it updates your account in this wallet. I mean, in this ledger. Mm -hmm. So you can see if you made a profit or if if it was a a loss. And I was like, I just wanted to to maybe uh, get a demo and kind of see how it works. But I'm assuming since it's for, you know, tax preparers, it's probably expensive, you know, but I said, at least I can get a demo and get a better understanding of what's out there and like what, People can ask their tax professional, like, "Have you ever heard of uh, of this? How would you, you know, track, you know, if if I'm in cryptocurrency? If you don't know cryptocurrency and you're not into the cryptocurrency space, what do you have that's going to help you track whether I made a profit or whether it's a loss or you know do I have to pay taxes? What you know that those are some of the questions that you want to ask when you're, especially if you're you're really getting into the NFTs and the what's the other one that we were doing the the, the, the thing virtual basketball. real estate. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, because that stuff is real. Mm-hmm. They're even shaving commercials. The commercials are funny, mm-hmm. that I think, but they are having commercials about it, uh-huh. you know, and um, and so it's it's real. And eventually, like I said, IRS will will want to. It's it's piece of the pie. Absolutely. And, uh, and you want to always just
0: always be prepared. That is perfectly stated and a great way to wrap up our conversation. I do want to say this really quick. Um, I'm not endorsing CoinLedger, but they do offer <laughs> a uh, tracking software that links to your apps. But what Dee's talking about sounds like it's more for professionals. So that yes. could be something different. But you know, you should look into something that will allow you to accurately record your purchases, your sales, how, you know, mm-hmm. what, what your value was at time of purchase, what your value is at time of sale, all of that good stuff. So I'm not endorsing anything, but since that came up, that they, they do offer that package. Yeah, and that print service. out stuff. Because
1: when you take your, when you, I mean, you want to have stuff already with your tax return. If it ever comes up, you don't want to have to go back because I've done this. I'm like, okay. I should have put this, I should have printed this out and put it with my tax return. And I didn't. And for whatever reason, I needed to go back and and, and get copies of my return. And I'm like, oh, what computer was this on?
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, just do it, you know, just go ahead and, and, and print it out when you when you get it, you know, or at the very least, save it to, you know, PDF and put it in. You know, uh, if you do electronic stuff, you know, put a credit a folder, a tax folder, crypto by year, so that way. And then just dump it in there. So even if you don't want to print it out, you still know, OK, I have
0: a tax folder that I can go back and, and pull that information and print it. That's a great tip. Yes, because I put everything long term on my external drive because computers yeah. come and go. So yes. you should have a place for you to have the digital information that you want to hold on to should be centrally located. Exactly. But that's exactly. a great exactly. reminder.
1: Exactly. Right. And they're so inexpensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. they're. I mean, they're well worth it. The one I have, I've been having for years and I still have gigabytes of space left. So yeah, yeah. yeah they hold a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> so we're going to do a quick reca- recap. So tip one is we want to hold this, Let me go back to minimize our crypto taxes. Tip one is to hold for more than one year. Correct. As a reminder, talk to your personal tax professional. Tip two, we want to keep the records. And a sub note to that is print those records out so that <laughs> you can find them when you need them or save them on in a good digital space that you can find them easily. And then tip three is to get a knowledgeable crypto tax, oh, knowledgeable and honest crypto tax professional <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you're doing what you need to do as far as. Recording and reporting your crypto information for good old Uncle Sam. Yes.
1: The shame you have to add honest in there. (laughs) But, you know, the
0: world we live in. (laughs) Yes, yes. So this has been wonderful. So good of you to join us again with more good information. We appreciate you keeping up and keeping us informed. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. So anything
1: else you want to share with us before we sign off? Uh, no, they're, they're just, again, keeping good records and um, don't let the fear win. Um, get, get with someone like Angela. is always offering courses to help you get started. It's simple. It's easy. You know, even if you know, you just kind of take a half an hour, an hour, you know, to just go in and do what she um, shares with you to do. Don't be afraid of it. Cause I I love that story you shared about, um, who was it? Um, Bill Murray, Murray, and even at 72, he is doing um, into cryptocurrency, you know, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid because. I was sharing with somebody. I said, even if you don't understand everything, I said you're going to be a but you get in there and try, you're going to be far ahead of
0: those who never even try. Absolutely. Wonderful tips. Wonderful yep. tips. Don't let the fear win. I'm going to that's going to be our soundbite for this, you know. That <laughs> I don't let the fear Because that is major. We cannot be afraid of this, regardless of your age, your gender, your ethnicity. It does not matter. This is happening. And everyone needs to get a grip on it. And it's not even about the potential earnings. Of course, I understand the appeal of that. Mm -hmm. But getting the understanding, because this shift is happening. And a day is going to come where crypto is going to be a necessity and not an option. And it only makes sense to get ahead of it because mm-hmm. catching up is a lot harder than keeping up. Yep, exactly. Me. That was that used to be our saying at, that the, was our at saying. the very beginning. Exactly. Exactly. Keep up, up so up.
1: you don't have to catch up. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> OK,
0: well, D, thank you once again. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Like, share and subscribe. New episodes come out the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. And we will let D get on with her day. Thank you, D, once again. And I will talk to you soon. All right, then. Bye-bye. Thank you again for tuning in to the Crypto Confident Podcast for grown women. If you are ready to dive into crypto, but not exactly sure how much you have to invest, let's figure it out. Every month, we host two free crypto budget workshops. When you order your Crypto Vibes budget journal on Amazon, that is your key to entry. Order your budget journal on Amazon and go to cryptovibes.com under the events tab, register, and we look forward to helping you budget for your cryptocurrency investments. The Crypto Vibes budget journal is a part of the Crypto Confidence Collection, vital tools to help you reach your crypto goals. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode of the Crypto Confident Podcast for grown women with Ansela. Remember, get crypto clarity and be crypto confident.